0: Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, Tracy Taff now uh, joining us on the uh, Matt Mosley Show. And Tracy, of course, is the daughter of Grant Taff, who just celebrated his 90th birthday. And uh, Tracy, what's it like to have a ninety-year-old? I guess it's a rewarding thing, isn't it, to see Coach Taff? Uh, it's just hard. I, in my mind, he still should be coaching, you know. And so it's hard to even imagine uh, him at that age. But uh, welcome to the show, and and uh, congratulations on all the celebrations going on around the uh, the Taff household these days.
1: Thank you, Matt. It's a pleasure to be here, and you know, that's an interesting question. Growing up, people always said, what's it like to have, you know, a football coach and one that's pretty famous as a father? And I said, well, I don't know any different. That's all I've ever known. <laughs> and I will tell you, it's pretty special. And you said, even though he's not coaching anymore, I can guarantee you he's still coaching from the sideline.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he uh,
1: he is still into it. And, you know, football has allowed our family to gather more than probably most families will gather in their lifetime because we get together every weekend. And so football has really been the center of all of our lives. And, Mm -hmm. you know, he he's amazing. Uh, Even at 90, I I am still amazed at uh, what he is able to do and the influence he still has and how people still rely on him and, he's the same as he was when I was five years old and now, you know, he still thinks of me as a five-year-old. So I guess I still think of him as just my daddy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, so do you um, Do you ever watch games with him uh, still? Do you, I, I know he gets to come to some, probably watches some from the house. Uh, what is he like during the game? Now I've sat with him in the press box in the past, and Mm -hmm. very observant, and he's very, he's not, you know, he he didn't go into broadcasting, so it's not like he's that, he's not trying to be critical, although I'm sure he has opinions. What is it like to uh, watch a game with Coach Taft?
1: You know, it's interesting, you ask if we ever watch games, literally Monday night, Thursday night, Friday night, all day Saturday, and even Sunday now with the pros, we literally line up the games. I moved back to Waco a couple of years ago, and I, I moved nine houses down from them. So I spend a great deal of time over there, and we watch way too much football. And <laughs> the 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 interesting thing is, uh, you know, back in 2020, when people couldn't go to the games, he was, you know, he'd take a little nap, and then he'd wake up in the game, and there was nobody in the stands, and he just would go off on that and like, why aren't people not going to football games anymore? And, you know, we'd say, oh, it's because of COVID. And so that kind of took up space for a while. But he is definitely uh, very active when he is watching games. And I can guarantee you there is no lack of suggestions for what they should be doing. (laughs) (laughs)
0: But, boy, when coaches get fired like what happened at Baylor – with Jeff Grimes, the offensive coordinator. I mean, I bet y'all do have a special level of empathy having gone through it. It also makes you appreciate how Grant was so extremely loyal. I, I know coaches now go through coordinators quickly sometimes. You know, Dave Aranda has now gone through a couple on both sides of the ball. He'll be basically on his third on both sides. I, it, yeah. it, You think back, and I know it's a different world now with the money they make and all of that. But Grant, and we just lost Coach Lane here recently, yeah. but it was kind of amazing, wasn't it? Like they, nobody, I mean, other than Corky going to take a job, then Fredenberg right. came in. I mean, nobody left. It was, it, no. I mean, he had an extremely, I guess after F.A. was done at TCU, uh, Coach Dry, he showed up at Baylor and coached the O-line. But for the most right. part, there was not much turnover on that staff. No. He, over the years
1: no and and in fact lane and turner um i've known them since i was three years old and you know they they played football together and then they coached together and then that staff with you know cotton and bill and wade turner and (sighs) it, it was just a core group that literally stayed and stayed and i think that was part of the success because you didn't have people coming and going. They were all Texas men that had good relationships with Texas high school football coaches. And I I think that played into it. But, you know, it is a different world. And we've had funny conversations over the last couple of years. And I was like, Dad, you know, if if you were in the football world today, you'd probably gotten fired. And he was like, I know. You know, and I said, but (laughs) you – it was a different – Time. It was a different kind of thing that we were building at Baylor, and he was mm-hmm. completely loyal to Baylor and has stayed that way as as our family. And um, so I'm just so thankful for that, uh, that he was able to stay through that and um, kind of leading into what we were doing today. You know, he, he's got a legacy, and we want to mm-hmm. continue that because it wasn't just about wins on the football field, thankfully. <laughs>
0: yeah we were in the wilderness for a while after he after he stopped coaching and i think probably uh uh we regret not um trying to get him to stay a few more years uh looking back is the way i would put that now the grant taft foundation uh was yeah. announced officially today that's a neat deal and then the grant taf beyond the game team award and that's going to be right. an award for teams that uh uh you know show a lot of uh work in the community uh serve their yeah. communities and then have an influence uh beyond the game first of all on the foundation you know this is comes uh uh with grant turning uh with coach Taft turning ninety what why was yeah. this important to the family and and what do you what do you kind of see when when you' all kind of hole up and talk about all this what do you what did you all kind of uh what do you foresee? This foundation being about,
1: good question, and it it does have a story behind it. And as he approached his ninetieth, we you know we wanted to do something very special to mark that, but not just to mark nine decades on this planet, but look at what he has done and how can we help continue that, and that is really the genesis of it and our my wonderful brother-in-law, Russ Bookbinder, who was with the San Antonio Sports Foundation, he and Tammy, my sister, have also moved to Waco. And he he brought it up to us. And mother really liked the idea that as a family, we would start the foundation and that the foundation would be his, our ability to help continue his legacy. You know, he, he has always said and his spoken on it many times that the coaches in his life were who inspired him to be a coach and that it just wasn't about the wins and losses, but about developing players, developing character and for coaches to inspire their teams to do something beyond the game. And that's where that phrase came from, that it's not just about what we're doing on the football field, but how can I make a difference in my community, and influence my team to make a difference in their community. And so it goes on and on. And so this really was the perfect opportunity to begin this Grant Taft Foundation. And so as a family, um, we have seeded the initial endowment, which will allow us to fund the Beyond the Game Awards to a high school now, this is really important to me, too, uh, particularly with him having three daughters, to any team of any sport, be it male or female. So this isn't just a football award. This is about teams and inspiring your teams and showing them how to be better in their community so that they can better their community. And that's that's where it just really all fell into place very easily, because that is what my dad has lived his entire life. And So we think it is a fitting opportunity. And, you know, high school coaches really, they get recognized, they get awarded for winning championships um, and for wins on the field. And players get individually awarded for, you know, passing yards and the most rushing yards and best defenses. But do we have a platform to really recognize in a very special way those Teams that are going out and doing something extra special in their community and being selfless and being servant leaders and enhancing their community off the field. And so this will allow us to do that. And we've gotten great buy in from the American Football Coaches Association, Texas um, High School Coaches Association. And it's just growing. This has come on very quickly and Russ, uh, who we call our hero, has pulled it together very quickly. But we hope to get the word out and that it builds over years and we can help more than one team. And the award itself will recognize a team not for anything they've done on the field, but for their work and their selfless acts off the field. And they can be nominated or self-nominated uh, by chamber of commerce's or the school district or their own coach or the team can nominate themselves and it will mm. be supported by a, <clears throat> a statement, excuse me, and pictures from what they have done off the field. And then the foundation and Sports Hall of Fame and we'll have a, a panel that will pick. But what's really great is that this team <clears throat> will have a spot at the Texas Sports Hall of Fame banquet and will be recognized with other huge names in sports every year at the induction ceremony.
0: These are enormous names. Uh, in the SWC Hall of Fame, recently Terry Teagle went in, and we all know how great he was at Baylor. The team uh, uh, from the, the, the Taft Foundation will be invited to attend and be recognized at the Texas Sports Hall of Fame induction banquet presented by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. And that's April thirteenth, two thousand twenty-four, and receive a five thousand dollar grant uh, for Correct. their athletic programs. The recognition, and I've gone to that induction. That's a neat deal uh, that, that they do, and I love coming to crashing those parties. And that'll yeah. be, uh, but that this adds a whole other layer to it to have the Taft family involved. So uh, I'm excited. I saw a quote from Joe Martin. I mean, these are like. These are huge names. Uh, He's from, he's executive director of the Texas High School Coach Association. And of course, if you want to recruit in this state, right, you better, (laughs) uh, you better be in good with those guys. I think our friend Jimbo found out the hard way on that front. But uh, this is a really, really neat deal. And uh, I was excited to hear about it and see it. And uh, please tell your dad that, uh, that he's been so great to me over the years, but tell him that we talked, and i 'm very excited about it now are you how do you feel uh about this football situation? Obviously, some changes are made, but Baylor has gone kind of old school. You were talking about how other coaches could have been fired in the past uh Dave Aranda certainly the way this season went, one in a seven one in seven at home uh, I would have been warranted probably to move on. They have decided to stay with him. What did you? What did you kind of think of the season, and how do you kind of see the program moving forward?
1: Well, any tough season at Baylor is a tough season, whether you're the daughter of the coach or you're the daughter of a former coach and an Uh alumni and fan. But I will tell you, I think Dave Aranda is an outstanding human being. I, I really like him, and there's many things about him that remind me of my dad, frankly. Um, in the way that he deals with development of players and wanting to make sure that they are going to leave Baylor university and be a good citizen and a high character young man. And so I love that. And, you know, I think in, in these times of football, we all know you got to win or it's out the door, but interestingly enough, they, you know, they've made some changes Mm -hmm. and, we will you know that's yet to be seen, but i I do believe he's recruiting the high character student athletes that we hope to see at Baylor and of course, Baylor's a little bit different than a lot of other schools anyway, um, yeah. because of their mission, and so it you know it's a tough it's a tough place, but if you get the right people in the right places, and I think that may be what's happening that we get some of the right Football minds in the right places, and I know he's a defensive genius, and I'm happy to hear he's going to be more involved on the defense. Yeah. So, um, you know, win, lose or draw, we're we're green and gold blood, but we certainly look yeah. looking forward to some more wins. And I'd love nothing more than to see it flip flop and let's take off. And we, you know, I, I'll have another miracle on the Brazos any day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Where were you, how old were you in that, uh, not to try to date you, but, like, I was trying to think where you were in school when, when the Miracle in the Brazos happened in 1974.
1: You're not going to believe this, but I was on the sideline. I was a ball girl. <laughs> and I, my entire, <laughs> while Dad was at Baylor, I only missed five games home or away. I would ride on the band bus. I've even ridden in a trailer with the equipment to get to an away game. So I, I was kind of dad's little, um, football person. And so I, I went to workouts. I was a ball girl. And so I was on the field when that game ended, uh, and went right up to him and I have my favorite picture in all the world. And he has his hand on my head and I, I'm embracing him, and he looked at me and he said, "We did it."
0: And that
1: that moment is burned into my brain. So if you ask where I was, I was right there, <laughs> and we prayed trade it for the world.
0: I want to see that. Snap a picture of that if you can, and text it to me. I I, I probably oh, I may have absolutely. seen that over the years, but uh, I'm
1: sure yeah, you probably have.
0: Shoot that to me. I'd like to see it again. And uh, just hearing I you will. say, I remember Grant always saying. How do you say Baylor University? It was like when he said it, it was like royalty or something. You know, it was just like yes. he, he made us feel like, okay, we're kind of a big deal. <laughs>
1: that's right. But, you know, he's always thought we were a big deal. And why not us? Why uh-huh. not Baylor University? And yeah. that's where the whole I believe came in. And if you if you believe, it can happen. And I just hope we can get that back here at Baylor. And I, I always believe every year that we will.
0: Yeah. I was I brought that up to a coach one time recently. I said, Yeah, I, I said somewhere I said, you know, I read I believe I'm a Grant Taft guy or whatever and he goes, whoever this coach was, he said, Yeah, I'm looking at it on my bookshelf right now. So it's still yeah. that's, that book is yeah. still uh it's still being passed around and, and then there was yeah. one that was called like More Than a Game or something like that. He wrote another one and it had a quarterback on the front of it. I don't know if it was Cody or if it was just a random quarterback, but there was a quarterback on the front of it. I think that was like, or it's either like how you play the game or more than a game or something, something along those lines. Well, he's got I one have...
1: called Beyond the Game, which is where okay. the name of this Lord came from. Um But yeah. he, he's got a series of books, but
0: uh-huh. you know,
1: his, his message and who he is has never wavered. Yeah. And I've known him, you asked about my age, I'm 63 years old and he is who you see and who you yeah. think he is.
0: Yeah, I may even have some tapes, like some cassette tapes (laughs) somewhere. You know, one of the things, all
1: all of his speeches, and we're putting his books on audio, and those will all be on the website. And by the way, for the nominations uh, and for the award, uh, granttaft.org, and there's a place to donate because we certainly want to grow this, but there's also going to be where the teams can apply and we're going to put all of his books and tapes on there as well so people have access to them.
0: Well, this was great, Tracy. I'm glad uh, I, I've had Russ on in the past, and he is a great dude. And and uh, he was yes. on uh, with uh, John Morris earlier today. And, and uh, yep. obviously Russ is well-known in pro sports uh, uh, with his background and even out there at Texas Tech with some of the stuff he did out yep. there at Lubbock. But uh, I wanted to have – uh, one of, one of Grant's daughters on. So I'm glad it worked out, and you did a great job, and I I well, really I appreciate, appreciate it. That. Yeah. All right. Thank All right. Thank well, so thank much you for coming on. The
1: word out. We appreciate you. Yeah,
0: you bet. Bye There she goes, Tracy Taft, daughter of uh, Grant Taft, down there serving as the ball girl when uh, when Grant that very famous game, the miracle on the Brazos, 34-24 over. Those Texas Longhorns. Won't play them anymore, sadly. All right, it is time for something we call Stephanie's Sports Corner. It's next. This is is ESPN.